Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 611 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the City of Vineland. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me as he does to get your week started on the best foot possible, whether it's your right or your left or who knows what other foot you have. Uh, It is the host with the most, the people's champ. Mr. Patty Pitts. <laughs> you can't break me in mid-intro with putting an image of just uh, three feet. In the 30 middle. seconds to Mars. Break me down. Bury me, bury me. I... <laughs> that spur- okay, you, you just spurred a thought in my head, okay? That song I used to play in rock band all the time. It's banger. It is a banger song, but I've had this thought, and I that I think I should start streaming Rock Band. Yeah. Have, do you understand? Have, have I ever told you how good I am? Yeah. At Rock Band expert drums, I have witnesses. Okay, that's why I'm not Can trying I get to a drag. witness. I, I have multiple witnesses <laughs> that I am very good. I'm just I have. Since college, it broke when I got home. So then I, you know, tr- tossed in the trash, got a new Xbox. So, like, I don't even know if Rock Band is still for it. But if it is, I feel that it would be hilarious to stream. Yeah. I want to get, uh, I want to get the set from the Guitar Hero because I had Guitar Hero, both the original oh, yeah, and the, the band one. Yeah. The World Tour. Yeah. I had that one. I remember I made it the worst trade in gaming history where I traded Green Day Rock Band for Guitar Hill World Tour. Oof. Green Day Rock Band was fucking unreal. It's the Green song's Day. on there. And it's Green Day. Guitar Hill World Tour was trash. Yeah, it had some bangers, but not as good as the original. The, or- like the original, original guitar. guitar Hero. Well, yeah, you could use drums. That was the whole point. You can use yeah, drums but, and sing. But it's guitar hero. This is true. Dude, shout out to um, my boys, the the Mason twins. Rest in peace to my good friend, Dean. Um, they, I got introduced to Guitar Hero in our middle school like dances. We had mm-hmm. like the rolling cart TV set up, and Guitar Hero was on there. They both could play uh, Through the Fire and Flames behind their heads. Oh, they're one of those dudes. Like crazy. I wasn't crush. I'm not I wasn't that good at guitar. I can play expert, but drums was my I was like Travis Barker on those things. (laughs) Sometimes going shirtless, you know, it got hot. You're just like going crazy. That's a quote card. (laughs) It's like Travis Barker. (laughs) 
killing it. It was killing it. We uh we got a fun show for you guys. We're gonna talk the big game. We're gonna talk a little Eagles news. NBA trade deadline has come and gone, and uh, we'll get Pitsy's best bets of the night as well. Uh, we have mine. We have Matt's and Stephen McAvoy's from the most recent episode that's gone up. So definitely check that out. Um, we have some good ones to hopefully make you a little cash going into the big game. Uh, but before we get into everything, make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com, slash Underground Sports PHI. We're like a couple of followers away on Facebook from 1.4K. Let's keep oh, that going. Oh, come rolling. on. Come on, get us there. I think it's like 13 followers or something. Something oh, like that. nothing. 13? 13. Oh, it's a little. It's me. Hi. Yeah, it's very festive for today's Festive. Event. We keep it all festive. Um, so, yeah, follow us over there, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Follow me at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads. It would be great. You know, didn't, uh, didn't old space boy Elon Musk say that he was going to be freeing up some inactive Twitter account handles? Oh, I think he did say that. I wish I could like streamline all of my social handles. I have mm. big regrets early on in 2012. I told this to DJ, I think, that I wish I w- before they made you make it uh, more than four characters for a Twitter handle that I made mm. mine just KB. Yeah, that's I wish that. I would have had the foresight to realize oh, I'd be so in this easy. media game and. Oh yeah, no. I, did I was not like, believe no, him. I'm making this because it reminds me of my AOL screen name. Yeah, fucking I've idiot, done, Kyle. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Well, if that's the case, I'd be Mini Moss '88. So I am nowhere. I am the farthest thing from Randy Moss. So closer to Travis Barker than Randy Moss. You're damn right, Kyle. You're damn right. <laughs> Don't um, you forget it. <laughs> subscribe to the pod, as Pat Bev has said. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's audio, video, but of course, Apple and Spotify are the big dogs. Uh, keep leaving those five star ratings and reviews. Keep subscribing; it really does help the show continue to grow. Uh, which Pitsy, we have elevated um, in the USA Sports Chart threshold mm. from the 1900s to the like very close 1800s, 1808. Um, sad news to report, though. Oh. Top ends has fallen out of the Grecian soccer chart. No! What's up, Greece? It was a good run. It was a it good was run. It was a good run. But Mikros, what are we doing? Um, but yeah, good run. F1 fell off the uh, South Korea chart, but they were like towards the the bottom of the list. Anyway, they're just scrapping they're, anyways. They're okay. growing. They're yeah. growing, and it's cool to see them hit different marks uh, and different like countries and everything. Um, and then getting the hole, still on the Sweden golf charts at number 186. Good job, Sweden. Good job. So keep on subscribing to all of our shows. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week, full video episodes of every show on our network live streams shorts clips original video content we are currently at 740 subscribers let's get to 750 by the end of the week coming up 10 more let's let's keep chunking away grinding up i think it's possible um 
I did say that I was talking to DJ and Christian about this this week. Um, obviously, thousand is our first big milestone. Hundred thousand is the the plaque milestone. But then we also have a new milestone pits that we will get like a map of this country um, in our studio eventually when we get it. Uh, because the most attainable YouTube subscriber number to match the population of a country is Iceland. It's a little over 370,000 people that populate Iceland. As soon as we're more it? populous than Iceland, I want to celebrate. I think we should. I think that's a good reason. You know, that's a whole-ass country. We're just a whole-ass pod. I don't... I'm loving that. Like... That's also crazy. By the in, in all seriousness, very small. I did not know that. I'm kind of thrown off to be honest yeah. with you. Iceland, very small. Um, did you know Iceland is green? We we do have, and yes, green I did know that is Iceland. Shut uh, Dickie Pitts tell me that every we time do we have know. more of a population <laughs> than the country or dependency of Holy See, S E E, and 518 oh. people as of 2023. So we are more populous than one country on this globe holy crap that's pretty cool we are we are moving and making ways into tokelau they have that sounds like a candy bar 1893 and these are all countries yes or dependencies that we could have a whole conversation about dependencies versus countries but tokelau let's see Toblerone. Toblerone. a lot dude there this worldometers.info has a mm -hmm. live population tracker <laughs> now how is that possible how how are we doing this do you have scouts on deck every dude, time a woman pops a child out it literally looks like a youtube channel like when you go to the subscriber count that we always have yeah it looks like that but it's total population and it's like a ebb and flow chart do we just have people checking in like they we're going, checking hey. out or checking out. <laughs> They're on the scene. Oh, he's dead. Got to update the rankings. <laughs> it's live. So Tokelau currently live population is 1907. Okay. It's a little okay. higher than 1893. And then there is Nlue. N-L-U-E. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. New. N-I-U-E. They're at 1935. And then the next big jump is the Falkland Islands. Uh, which I only know of because of Good Mythical Morning. Um, they have 3,791. So that is like the first big jump. Okay. All right. So we're, we're going we're gonna to try to get bigger than some populations. What's the I'm first big it. country? The uh, Cook Islands. The only Cook reason Islands. I know about that is because of Survivor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a niche thing to know because so I'm... Cook Islands is 17K. Palau, so like, another survivor location. Cacao? 18K. Palau. P-A-L-A-U. Oh, Where are uh, these countries? They're in like the Caribbean. Oh, okay. They're all Caribbean. So, okay, okay. So the first big, big uh, country that is pretty well known is Monaco. Oh, I know Monaco. Okay. They're a little, they're 36.2K. That's the first, like, big, well-known country. Probably just not a lot of land. And then first big country post-100K is Aruba. Ooh. 
there are 106,000. So we're going to get bigger than some countries. That's our our milestone markers there for some of them. Um, So keep subscribed to the YouTube channel. And, uh, of course, this podcast is presented by the City of Vineland. And the City of Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. And if the Kansas City Chiefs end up winning today, I'm sure there's going to be a big old event in the City of Vineland once again for our boy Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Finally, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, before we get into the big game, we had news come across the timeline this morning. It's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company, the best in the game. I wish we were designing another big game shirt uh, to to sell to the people like we did last year. That was absolute heat, absolute gaze. We could have had a Las Vegas theme on it. But hopefully next year we'll have a nice little New Orleans theme with an Eagles Body Gras, uh, affiliation there. Uh, but PHI Apparel Company has you covered from Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, Union, and underground sports philadelphia podcast merch we're gonna have some new merch from top bins when their new branding comes out on february 18th about a week from today as we record this uh they're the best in the game pitsy and i both tell you guys most comfortable hoodies we own absolute best in the game go to phiapparel.co and when you go to fill up your cart get everything ready to rock and roll Use code UNDERGROUND at checkout for 10% off your orders. Most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing. Get your merch, get your merch, get your merch. Pitsy, tell them to get their merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Go get your merch. PHIapparel.co. Code UNDERGROUND. 10% off your orders. Um, The news we got this morning was not fun. It, It has not been fun. Um, Hassan Reddick has been granted permission to seek a trade following another double-digit sack season. He's 29 years old. He's had 27 sacks over the last two years in an Eagles uniform. Mike Garofolo followed up Ian Rappaport's report about that, saying heading into the last year of his deal with the Eagles, there was a thought he might make a stronger push for an extension last year after coming off 16 sacks in 2022, but he showed up for camp and played out year two of a three-year deal, now digging in for a big day, uh, big payday somewhere. This sucks. Yeah, that that sucks. I'm just confused why. I, I feel like that's one person that I did not really hear rumblings like that all season being on this show if that would have came up at some point that he was unhappy you know and it just it comes out of the blue it absolutely sucks he's still very young he's in his prime he's playing for his hometown team playing at the stadium that he played college football in and you're bringing in a new defensive coordinator so i don't know if that has anything to do with it that may but doesn't um, but it does fit his style of play um, where he can be a, a stand-up edge rusher and get after the quarterback and be dominant. The only thing I've seen 
that makes any remote sense is there's another player on this roster who is going to be up for an extension soon, and that is Devontae Smith. You're going to have to sign Smitty for sure, obviously. But you got to find a way to keep both. The, the, Hassan Reddick is hands down a top three player on this defense. Oh, easily. Like, you you look at the Eagles' defense from last year, he's arguably your best defensive player. It's him. Jalen Carter was phenomenal as a rookie. And, I mean, when he wasn't injured, probably Darius Slay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Those are your three best defensive players last year, which is a problem. It's a problem in itself, but it's still not bad. But to subtract your best defensive player oh, that's a problem. is a huge problem. The, I've always been in the thinking of having a guy who, like a Hassan Reddick, edge rusher, dominant force on your defense, is a huge key, a huge reason why you end up being a Super Bowl team. I've always, I've maybe be old school in the Belichickian in mind, but the best teams have elite edge rushers or close to it. He's a guy too in that in the defense. Not only is is great talent wise, but he's a locker room guy. You know, you know. I feel like that just goes a long way, especially with the new DC. It helps, and it's not like he's old, old. You know, it's not like he's early to mid 30s he's 29 mm-hmm. he's younger than me yeah like that's like that's insane he's he's in his prime he's playing so well and i genuinely can't think of the last time we've had such a disruptive edge rusher on this roster like hassan reddick he has just been incredible over the past two seasons you you just have to find a way to be Howie Roseman. This is Howie Roseman's job. You know, this is his what he's known for, manipulating the cap and, you know, making things happen. Howie's got to dig deep into that bag of tricks and find a way to, to get an extension done for Hassan Reddick, get an extension done for Devontae Smith, and truly just, like, keep the good players on this roster have to like there's there's not much behind Hassan Reddick either backing him up you have Josh Sweat and more than likely the farewell tour Brandon Graham who BG has been great but it's going to be one final year and he's going to be on limited snaps because of age and everything I I think it would be a an organizational mistake and an organizational disaster to go into next season with Vic Fangio as your defensive coordinator and not have Hassan Reddick as a focal point of this defense. Wouldn't you want a legendary defensive coordinator coaching you if you are one of the top talent, not only on the team, but in the league as well? Yep. I, that's what is the mind-boggling part to all this, is that it all seems like it's pointing in his favor. So why is the report coming out? It To me, it just feels... Excuse me, it feels like... The Eagles are basically like saying, hey, if you can get money elsewhere, go and get it. And I hate when they do that. You think they're just testing the waters, like trying to like play big balls? Hopefully what they're doing is like seeing what other teams would be willing to give him 
and then try to match it to a degree. But it's okay, never I could good. see that. I could see that being all right, a good thing. All right, let's let's do what the champ of the peeps does and spins it, spin this into positivity. But okay. it's never good when you have a top five player. No, it's in your terrible. From a no, it's ago, getting permission to seek a trade. No, absolutely. Nope, I don't like it that shoulder. Uh, no, I. What I'm thinking. Hear me out. That you need to. You just said it, you have to pay Smith and him a, and find a way to do so. Well, let's go see what <clears throat> other teams are going to offer, and then try to match it or get some insight there. So. Maybe they they're doing their homework. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, it's just never fun. Never state. fun to have a, a news dump on Super Bowl Sunday about your top edge rusher. Yeah, or, or any player. Jason Kelsey. See that news? Yeah, I mean it's not the first time Jason Kelsey uh, allegedly had been approached at Super Bowl week by Amazon to join the Thursday Night Football desk. Not the first time he's been approached by a, a network to join them i think espn a few years ago um tried to gauge his interest in the broadcast space he's go he's, he's going to end up in some sort of broadcast realm whether it's amazon uh nbc mm-hmm. wherever it may be at some point but the other bit of news did you see at the pro bowl when he was signing autographs i i, I vaguely he was getting thrown memorabilia and everything, and someone was like, please don't retire. And he responded, I'm going to try my best not to. Ooh. Ooh. And the way that he was speaking to either Travis on New Heights or Chris Long on Chris Long's podcast, Greenlight, he was, like, breaking down, like, things he's expecting from and wanting to see from Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator. And the way that Travis continues to talk about Jason saying he's got he feels like he's still got football left in the tank. I feel like we talked about this too when it happened. I feel like Jason Kelsey is going to pull what Tom Brady did where Adam Schefter tried to get ahead of his retirement announcement and not allow him to do it on his own fruition. Yeah. Flip him the double bird and say I'm coming back for one more year. That's and that's uh, honest. That's how it should be. If they break your, if you got that dog in you a little bit, and you want to go on a little bit of a, a vengeance because someone did something that you should be doing on your own, it is a big fuck you to them. And I love when that happens. I don't like it for the person, but you got to go out and show that you still got it, and then go out on your terms. Because I but also feel go? like, Eagles, yeah. like. Yeah, he's, he would come back to the Eagles. He's okay, not going to go anywhere else. Um, I also feel like Jason and Travis want to retire together. Well, that would make sense. And I think Travis is going to play at least one more season after this year to keep going and everything, especially if they win the Super Bowl. So, Oh, yeah. I think they're going to retire together, do it as a big old announcement, whatever it may be, but – I think Jason Kelsey's playing one more year. Because also, it's never been formally announced. Because Jason, after the news broke, quote-unquote, was like, when the time is right, you'll hear it from the source. You'll hear it from me. Yeah. And you would have thunk by now 
if it was legit, the Eagles would have already posted a montage video, mm-hmm. a thank you, Jason graphic, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That never happened. No, it hasn't. Thank goodness. It hasn't happened. Yeah, no, that's a that is the real telltale sign. You start getting tributes and montages. Yeah. That's that's the sign you're on your way out. I think he's coming back one more year. I think he's got one I more. Hope so. It's like the Vince Carter me. I got one more in me. I think I think he does too. Let's go. That that quote to a fan, him saying that, really spoke volumes to me. Where he said, I'm gonna mm-hmm. try my best not to. That's so. huge. I think Kelsey's back. Um, what did you make of Super Bowl week, media-wise and everything? Same old shit to me. I just thought, it, you know, it was cool. I liked uh, – I don't know. I just don't really have any thoughts on Super Bowl media week anymore because to me it's just the same old thing. I just can't – what I will say, my one pet peeve of Super Bowl media week are the f- reporters or whoever – who are there and ask the most absurd questions that have legitimately. And here's the thing, not like they have nothing to do with football. Like who's your inspiration or who would like those, those are, that makes sense. Okay. I'm saying like what there was a, I think a political question that was asked. Like there was an, someone asking about a news thing. Like what someone not, literally like, asked about um, a meme circulating about how Brock Purdy looks aesthetically like uh Oh, I think Oswald. that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, 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 no, not that one. Oh, I'm thinking of the TikTok where it's like the girl looks like. Oh, no. Brock Purdy. No, there's a meme about who? A side by side like photo of Brock Purdy and Lee Harvey Oswald, and they look eerily similar. So and you're telling me that Brock Purdy's got that killer that. instinct in him? <laughs> Let's He's go. Got that accuracy? <laughs> yeah. Would, maybe not if he was up in the tower, you know. Doing the bush is more accuracy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, it is Boom! Eerily, there we go. It, it is eerie how similar they look. Really? Um, yeah. All right, I gotta look this up then, because I'm I'm shocked. I did not think that would be it. Super the first line is Super Bowl week has jumped the shark. <laughs> that is. All right, it's pretty damn close. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. It's it's pretty damn close. Like it looks like it could be Brock Purdy's dad. Like that's who it is. The nose, they have similar mouth shape. Dude, that's hilarious. That that is funny. That's wild. Um that's- I'm excited to see all the banked interviews that everyone that was there get. Mm. Um, I know Bustle with the Boys like had Stephen A. Smith. I know um, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura were doing a bunch of stuff. I know uh, part of my take probably has a few in the bank, too. So, Also, shout out to Big Cat. Um, he talked about this all week. They interviewed George Kittle at the 49ers Hotel. And mm-hmm. Dre Greenlaw walked by and he clapped up Kittle and was like, what's up, Dre? And Big Cat said, shouldn't have messed around with Big Dom. <laughs> Big Cat for the boys. Shout out to Big Cat. Big Cat That's is for incredible. The, Big Cat's for the birds. He's so for the birds. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I was love dying. 
Uh, so shout out to Big Cat. We'd love to have Big Cat on this show one day. Oh God, that'd be that'd be an incredible interview. Um, but yeah, Media Week. One day we'll be there. One day we'll do Super Bowl Week. Oh, dude, give me Imagine a mic. A Super Bowl content house of us. Hey, dude, you just put a camera on me twenty four seven. I'm con- I'm walking entertainment. Dude, you know it's- how wild it is that like we have a lot of parallels with Barstool and like their a lot hierarchy. of hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm a I'm the founder here, Portnoy, and then like Matt, Dom, Big Cat, KFC, and then Dom like, the fights. You do give fights energy. <laughs> if there was anyone in this company that gives off fight, fights energy, it's me. I mean, I did you see my Instagram story last night? Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I saved just... that bad boy. Oh my god, dude! I was just swinging, but shout out Publico. That place was awesome. I was just swinging. I had a jalapeno margarita. I think it's called. It was called the Green of Envy, and I I also have a little pet peeve where I hate. It is classy. No, not re- no. It's in a plastic cup. It's not that classy. No, the name I, is classy. Oh, the cl- name is definitely classy. But the I have like a real issue with ordering name drinks at a bar, like a crowded bar like that. Not like okay. a sit down, like I, vodka soda. You know, gin and tonic, like those type of names. Boom, that's what you do. But it's like, can I get a green with en- green of envy? Or like, can I get a... Th- I feel like I'm such a douche. So ordering it last night, and especially the music's bumping. It's just like, boops, 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 boops. And you're just like, I can I get a... Can I get a... And she's like, what? What? And I'm like, have to what? say, green of envy. <laughs> green with envy. A, a green of it... The green drink with a jalapeno on Can I get a green envy one? <laughs> the one with the jalapeno and it's green. It's delicious. It was delicious. I had two of them. Two. Give me the it score. Was... One to ten. Oh, rookie um, scores. I'd go 7.5. Okay. Uh, Just because it was a little obviously spicy because of the, the jalapeno, but that shit was so good. I'm going to I'm gonna look up what it was. I had no idea what was in it, but it was absolutely delicious. Um... Yeah, one day we'll do Super Bowl week, and a content house with all of us would be insane. Absolutely insane. Um, It'd be so fun. So, yeah, looking forward to uh, the big game. It's brought to you by our friends at Dead Threads. I'm rocking the shirt right now. Dead Threads. It is a... I like to say, you know, they are very fitting for our company. It is a an underground twist on your favorite sports teams. Uh, from shirts to sweatshirts, some secret things on their website as well. Pitsy has that Dan Campbell shirt that you've seen him wearing. I've got the Eagles, Philadelphia, Skull quarterback flying on the bird. Um, I'm sure as you know, we get closer and closer, we are going to have baseball, more hockey, um, and soccer as well with the World Cup on the horizon. Um, True. But they've got awesome stuff. And oh, dude! If if Chiefs win, I might have to get this one. They dropped an Andy Reid shirt similar to the Dan Campbell shirt. I it's acceptable for you to get a you now, have. I know to he's in all Chiefs stuff, but he's all but it's, like it's also no. got a picture of him back in the day when he played football, and it's like oh, a then you have to picture. Oh, he's, you have he's to. in the like uh, the Hawaiian shirt that he wears at the Pro Bowl and the coaches meetings. Oh, those are awesome. And and then, I will, my you favorite, know how they oh, have, yeah. like, the one with, like, the little circle? 
Yeah. On those types of shirts, it's him with yeah. his face shield from the COVID season. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> that's fucking. You have to get it. Yeah, that might be that. a wave. That might be a wave. Uh, shout out to Andy Reid. Um, but they've got awesome apparel for all of your favorite teams, and they're on board with us. College basketball, they're going to be part of our. March madness. March madness. March madness. Bowling like it's March madness. madness. Um, I'm sure we're going to be giving away some badass merch from Dead Threads during that. Check out everything they have to offer. Dude, some of their college basketball stuff is fire. I need them to drop something Villanova. Faux show. Um, but they've got great hey. stuff. Check out everything that they have to offer. Link is in the description. Get 15% off by clicking that link. And use our code UNDERGROUND as well to help support us. Uh, but click that link in the description. Use code UNDERGROUND. Get 15% off when you click that link um, from our friends over at Dead Threats. Yeah, they just added uh, Pittsburgh and Vegas hockey into the collections there. So check it all out. Dead Threads, they're the best in the game. Um, big game on deck, Pitsy. The Soup or Bowl. Shout out to Preston Steve, <laughs> local radio uh, show here. That's soup like or Bowl. Radio Hall of Famers. Um, the ones that Tyler did his interview with after he played Drums with the Killers. Oh, okay. Um, they do a thing every year, Soup or Bowl, and it's uh, – or soup bowl one of the two and it's like a charity thing to raise money for local food kitchens oh that's stuff. cool um how you feeling about the most uneventful and blah super bowl <laughs> i'm ready to drink a lot of beer eat a lot of food watch live football for the last time and uh for a couple months and have and just have a good time that's really <clears throat> i will give uh you know some positive outlook on today is that because it's two teams i could care less about and you know i, I just want to see a good game uh the props are fun i'm more like i'd say i'm more excited for the super bowl itself like everything that goes into it from you know the bets that you make the you know food that you have the halftime show um you know the different things that they do that go into it the commercials like I'm excited for that less than I or more than I am so for the game itself. Yeah, I'm excited about the props. Um, we did a bunch of props on Wednesday show uh, for the old anniversary special. Um, Stephen McAvoy hopped on uh, earlier in the week, too, and we went over a bunch of props. He's got a huge ticky. That, he does. Uh, I'm, I'm willing him to victory. Chiefs 31, Niners 20 exact score. At like plus seventy five hundred. Wow. Um, did, I, did I tell you the story about um, my Super Bowl future? Yes, I think we talked about it last week. Yeah the the dad yeah so like yeah. but I found out the info. I yeah, I found out the payout and all that. Oh no, what's the pay? Oh no, oh so I finally I logged in. I got that shit cleared, and I logged in to see what the odds and payout was. It was plus thousand odds. For the night to win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. $2,200 payout. So. 
we're we're going with fate and just hoping the 49ers. Maybe you are, but not I because Yeah. I don't Don't forget the boombox. Um uh, <laughs> dude, every time it just pisses me off. Like every time you bring up the boombox, it just pisses me off. The uh God, fuck you, Debo. Like, the, just... the big the big one that I am all in and I think you'll like this one a lot too, Pitts, and it's changed a bit since we last talked about it on the pod. My favorite prop of this game feels like a big-time lock. It is a defensive prop. You tell me how you feel about this. Because it's crazy that this is available to take. Chris Jones, Chiefs superstar defensive end, pass rusher, over a quarter of a sack. So just to get a half sack, plus 130. Plus? Plus. Oh, you got to take that. What? Now, sure, he's probably going to be matched up against Trent Williams, but. Yeah, but. Plus 130 for Chris Jones to get a half a sack. You could just. do we? I don't think people understand how lenient the NFL is with giving out half sacks. Chris Jones could just like lift it, put his arm out like that, and just force him to the ground that way while the other dude actually tackles him. They'll like, give him the half sack. I love that bet. That is a great bet. I love no, it. That is like with my whole heart. I also love the one that Matt gave out as one of his best uh, props for this one. It is, uh, I want to find it here. Game props. The. It's an interesting one. It's not one you would traditionally like look at, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's about um where here we go. Conversions. Third down conversions. Are like, okay. But the big one is fourth down conversions. Oh, okay. It's the big game. You know, you got to go for it sometimes. And this is for the entire game. So either Chiefs or 49ers. Over one and a half fourth down conversions is the line. Plus 105. I could easily there be two. I love that. Yeah. Because one to start. Fourth down conversions. Combined. Combined between the two teams. Doesn't matter if it's two for the Chiefs, you got it. Two for the 49ers, got it. One of each, got it. I love these that. Are, bet. These are these are really good bets. I'm gonna think about this when I I make. I love my that bets. one. Um, I also love the. It's it's very funny. It's very niche, but I kind of got behind it. I had some luck with it. I had some issues with it this year, but I like it a lot. The kicking props. You got Harrison Butker on the Chiefs. One of the best. Mm-hmm. Over under two and a half point after touchdowns made. The over's minus one ten. Three touchdowns. The over's minus one ten. Three touchdowns gets him that. Oh, see those those are the these are the props that I like because it really makes you think. Like, how is this game going to go? What's this game script going to look like? If they have those odds for those things. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm seeing something. Touchdown-wise, uh, we all agreed that 
it does feel like you can parlay Christian McCaffrey and Isaiah Pacheco to score. Mm-hmm. That would be a um, very smart one, too. Don't sleep on Rashi Rice. I think I would take a look at his receiving mm-hmm. things. But, Pitsy, what are some bets you're looking at on this big game? I got Reba McIntyre, National Anthem, under 90 and a half seconds. That's my first one for sure. I don't think the over is hit with the National Anthem in like three years. So, no chance there. Um, and then I'm going to give some bets from the show that I was on on Friday with uh, the Boston Sports Entertainment Network. Uh, we did our own. I'm going to get the graphic. Here we go. All right. So, I my props were CMC first touchdown. I mean, that's it's plus 360. And then... Purdy, 250 pass yards and two passing touchdowns. That's going to be tough. The Chiefs passing defense is elite. Not elite. Compared to their run defense, it is. Well, Jerry Seed yeah. is a dog. He is, but I just – you got Kittle, you got Samuel, Ayuk. CMC could even be a passing touchdown. They, they, they have, he has a lot more that, options. Than that's Mahomes. another fun one to look at. Uh, the prop of over two and a half players to throw a oh, yes. a pass. Yeah, not even a touchdown, a pass. That's always a fun because one. you I have the ability happen. of a trick play. You have the ability of somebody unfortunately gets injured and has to come out. Mm-hmm. You could have over two and a half people uh, throw a pass there. Fucking Philly, um, Philly. You could have that happen again. I like tails. Oh, tails never fails. Um, the combined. I always like looking at this. It's tough because the 49ers don't have a lot of big numbers offensively outside of Kittle, and neither do the Chiefs outside of Kelsey. So you would almost need both of them to score mm. for this to come true. Combined touchdown score jersey numbers. Oh. The over-under line is 136.5. Jesus. Dude, I love these props. So if Kelsey and Kittle score, you're good. But you look at the other players on the rosters, Chris McCaffrey wears, what, 23? 23. Ebo's 19. Ayuk is uh, 11. Pacheco is 10. Rashi Rice is 4. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is 11 11 or 13. Um. Noah Gray is a dark horse. He wears 83. So okay. That would help. I had someone on the and show. And then Mahomes on, and Purdy. Yeah. If they rush. I, I, someone on the show said don't sleep on Noah Gray anytime touchdown. Yeah. That's a good one. I forget what the odds were. Let me see if they put it on the prop sheet. And then we have Ten the jersey number of the first touchdown score being over under 22 and a half. You're, you're really rolling the dice there. Really rolling the dice. Because the odds tell you. There's a more likely chance that somebody with the under scores because you have Ayuk, you have Debo, Rashi Rice, Pacheco, mm-hmm. Valdez Scantling, um, Jawan James, where's number 15 for the Niners? Oh, yeah. But then you have CMC, Noah Gray, Kelsey Kittle, who are the more prominent touchdown Probably scorers. Did. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. Um, the the fun part on uh, 
a certain sports book, they have Taylor Swift props. Oh my god! That tie into the game, so they're Perfect. titled after her songs. Oh, but then okay. They tie into her game and everything. Um, I want to find those. Here we go. Uh, I talked about this with Matt a little bit, but uh, I don't know about you, Pitts. Are you feeling twenty-two? Any quarter to have twenty-two plus points scored? More feeling twenty-four, but you know, let's. Uh, no, no, that's right. Travis Kelsey to score an octopus. What is an octopus? So an octopus is when you score the touchdown, and then you catch the two-point conversion. So you scored eight points. Oh. It's one of my favorite characterizations of a sequence. That is my favorite. That is awesome. No, that is awesome. I'm going to go for it. I'd bet. We had one last year. Jalen Hurts had an octopus in the Super Bowl last year. He rushed in for the touchdown and then rushed in for the two-point conversion. Oh, wow. I think we could see it two years in a row. Um. And I want to say we had it in the previous Super Bowl, too. I want to say Cooper Cup, maybe? Cooper Cup had an octopus, too? Somebody. I, I feel like we've had it two years in a row. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. But we definitely had it mm-hmm. in uh, Super Bowl 57. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Kelsey scored an octopus plus 3,000. It's a fun little bet. You put like a yeah, couple bucks a really on fun. that. Yeah. That's um, a really good one. Chiefs to win by exactly 11 points. Plus 3,000, because it would be deja vu. Same as the last time these two teams played. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think it will be closer. Friendship exactly. bracelets. Travis Kelsey or Kyle Juszczyk to score the first touchdown. Oh, didn't why? Did his wife get a friendship bracelet from Taylor Swift? She made the jacket for Taylor. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Travis Kelsey scored touchdown in each half, plus nine fifty. That's not a bad one to take. I'd you'd say you see that. Um, Chiefs to lead by fourteen plus points, plus two fifty. At any point. At any point. I don't hate that. Um, Travis Kelsey eighty-seven plus receiving yards, plus one ninety. Oh. I also don't hate this one. I talked about this with Matt uh, because we've seen the Chiefs do this with Travis Kelsey in the red zone in particular. Plus 1,000, Travis Kelsey, five-plus rushing yards. Travis Kelsey, five. Uh, I did see one of Travis Kelsey in, uh, rushing touchdown, but I, I don't see it unless they do, like, the flick play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So. And then there's the one today was a fairy tale. Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown and the Chiefs win. Plus two forty. Oh, I mean that's that's as I think that would be the safest one. Easily. Yeah. There's a lot of fun props. I hate the Gatorade bet. Why? Well, Stephen McAvoy made me privy to this. Allegedly all of the Gatorade tubs on the sideline are all different colors. Oh. During the Super Bowl. So it's just oh. a matter of whatever one that they pick up. It's not a That's guarantee so that smart. they're all. That's so smart. I love that. It's all different flavors. Oh, that's brilliant. That's oh, that just made me so happy because like that's legit so random. It's truly like roulette. <laughs> yeah, I oh like you have no idea. You could be you could have got it right that it was on it whatever, but then they just didn't pick yours. 
or they did pick yours out of like chance mm-hmm. of eight Gatorade tubs. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I think it's going to be kind of high scoring. I don't know if we hit the all time over. Um, the most points scored in a big game was 75, which was the Chargers and 49ers back in the day. Um, oh, yeah, that, that trash one. The uh, the Eagles and Patriots came close. That would have made it the best. Not the, That would have. Like, it's still the best Super Bowl, but that would have, like, entrenched it in mm-hmm. stone that, like, nothing could ever touch Super Bowl 52 is if the Eagles and Patriots scored two more points. To mm-hmm. be the highest scoring Super Bowl of all time. All he needed was two more. Brady could have just <laughs> completed that pass, not fumbled the ball. Nick Foles could have just chilled the fuck out and we we would have been fine, but no. That would have been Whatever. insane. Dude, imagine that Super Bowl though. Not only is as entertaining as it was, goes down as the highest scoring Super Bowl of all time, too. It along with fitting. all the records and moments, like it does seem fitting. It, it should have been fitting. I think we need to make it so that the 49ers Chargers Super Bowl doesn't actually exist anymore because uh, the San Diego Chargers don't exist. That's even sadder. <laughs> San Diego Super Chargers, San Diego Chargers! Um, how nervous are you that... I don't even think it's a question yet with Mahomes versus Brady. But I think we're getting real close to the Belichick versus Andy Reid. No, we're not. I think we are, pal. No, we're not. Especially not if they win. Even, not even close. But do you know Do you know how Matt and I talked about this on Wednesday, but I wanted to get your perspective, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many wins Andy Reid has as a head coach? Uh, and he has come out and said he is not retiring anytime soon because like two he just loves football. Andy Reid, all time. I think two tens a safe bet. Is sitting fourth all time on the yeah, wins list. He passed Tom Landry this year. He's got two fifty eight, pal. Oh, that's a little more. Two fifty eight, and I know we talk about Belichick being you know super close to Shula and everything. Belichick ain't coaching this year. Andy Reid, Matt said, if if the Chiefs, you know, which we kind of all expect them to do, average at least ten wins a season the next couple of years, he's climbing, he's climbing on up, getting close to Shula. I think it's Super Bowl wins that it really comes down to. I mean, it's, it's this one, it's three. I just know it's it's different. There's no Belichick. There's going to be Super Bowls. No. He'd be three and one in the Super Bowl all time. I think he'd be Mount Rushmore, absolutely, of the greatest coaches ever, but I don't think he's number one. I also think it's very impressive that Andy Reid has over 100 wins with two franchises. That's impressive. I will will give his flowers there. That that is impressive. He's 130-93-1 with the Eagles and and 128-51 with the Chiefs. Now, that's what I mean, is that he deserves to be on a Mount Rushmore, you know. I mean, technically, if you're just going by wins, he is because he's fourth. That's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he deserves the spot due to the numbers and the champs' thoughts. I just do not believe that he is on Belichick level. It might be the bias there. I don't care, but there's just no one other than Bill Belichick. Six Super Bowls, the, how, the longevity of him in the league, of how, where he's been, who he's coached. 
Actually, I stand corrected. Andy's got one more Super Bowl. Andy's got this would be four for him technically, not as a head coach, but four overall. Oh, won a Super Bowl with the Packers when Brett Favre. Oh, in the '96 against the Patriots before he he came to the Eagles. Yeah, I listen. Belichick would have is eight. Yeah, because he won two with the Giants, so he's eight. It's just it to me when I think of yeah, so he would he would have ever, four it's... four rings in five appearances in the Super Bowl as a coach overall. But also look how many did has Belichick gone to and conference champion. Like there's just so much more that goes into it, and the least played with everything like that. I don't know. I I'm not entertaining that that debate. It's cute. It's like the same people who are like, who's th- other than Travis Kelsey, who's the greatest tight end of all time? Like, Travis Kelsey is not the greatest t- tight end of all time. It's Rob Gronkowski. Travis Kelsey is one of the greatest receiving tight ends of all time. He's not the best overall tight end to ever play the position. It's Rob Gronkowski. But the sheer fact that Gronk ran, actually was a dominant run blocker, which is the other element to being a tight end that has just been forgotten about in this day and age of football. Travis probably third all time right now. Gronk, Tony Gonzalez. You got to put Tony Gonzalez up there. He was a beast. Yeah, Gronk, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'm okay with that top three. Because I mean, and I mean, Travis probably passes Tony Gonzalez if they win the Super Bowl this year. And he just has another <laughs> dominant season. Because before he goes out, yeah. I think he's better than Antonio Gates just from an accolade standpoint. And Gates was a fucking dog. But he's a dog in the red zone. I think he surpassed dog. him once he started winning. And not that winning is the end-all, be-all, but it shows like you have the ability to get to that mountain. Yeah, top. and you prove that you're still performing at a high level in those big moments. So, did Tony Gonzalez ever win a Super Bowl? That's what I'm looking at right now. I don't think he did because he went to he was on the Chiefs when they were not good, and then he was on the Falcons for the Matt Ryan run. Yeah, no. He was a six-time first-team All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro, 14-time Pro Bowler. He only missed the Pro Bowl one year, and it was his first year in Atlanta. That's and then pretty, his first right. two seasons in the league. From 99 to 08, he was a Pro Bowler, and then 2010 to 2013, he was a Pro Bowler. Wow. Uh, he led the NFL in receptions in 2004. He was part of the All-Decades team for the 2000s, the NFL 100th anniversary team. All rookie team in '97. He's in the Chiefs Hall of Fame, consensus All American in 1996, and first team All Pac-10 in 1996. And he has the most career receiving yards by a tight end in NFL history, 15,127. Gronk didn't beat that. Wow. And he has the most career receptions by a tight end at 1325. Ooh, I'm shocked he, that. Gronk didn't beat any of that. That just shows how often Gronk was hurt. Gronk finished with 621 receptions, 9,286 receiving yards. Oh. Uh, 92 yeah, touchdowns. How many touchdowns did Tony Gonzalez have? 111 for Tony Gonzalez. Gronk okay. had 92. Oh, yeah. Gronk didn't even have 100 touchdowns. Jeez. Um... You have to assume they're giving out an MVP for this game, right? Because it's on CBS and Paramount. 
there's a Nickelodeon broadcast. Yeah, so you got to assume that an MVP is going to come from this as well. Oh. oh. I think this is the first Nickelodeon Super Bowl. It is. It is. I'm trying to think who is MVP worthy. I mean, we 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 as a show have to push for Isaiah Pacheco. I think we oh, that's that's a stand. Absolutely. We need the MVP trophy coming to Vineland. It would look great in the city. It really would look great in the city. I would go Isaiah Pacheco or like a Christian McCaffrey. I mean, One of the running backs. I, I feel like the MVP has to be like somebody that's obscure. And not that's that, what I'm trying to and think. not that Pop like, is no obscure, way. but like it's rough for them to give any other running back an award outside of Christian McCaffrey. Um Noah Gray would be a good one. Um Marquez Valdez Scantling. Ew. Ew. MVS for MVP. <laughs> no, no. I say no. Kadarius Tony, actually. He's not even playing. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that's why he's the MVP because he's decided to help his team by planting his candy ass on the bench and not getting up. His uh, Rudy Poo candy ass. I love the rock. Yeah, get pop for MVP. I'm going to make a graphic for that for social today, actually. We want you to vote Isaiah pop Pacheco. for MVP. MVP. Shout out to pop, man. It is really cool. And it was tough last year being at the Eagles were in. And, like, obviously, pop is my boy. Like, I've known him for many, many years. But, like, I want my birds to win. And his dad even said the same thing last year. It's like, you know, I know people are going to be rooting for the Eagles. I know people are going to root for Isaiah. Like, it's it's fine both ways. Um, but it is it is really cool that Vineland has had three straight Super Bowls and four of the last five involving somebody from the city of Vineland. Ooh, I didn't know. Jamil in 2019. 2020 was a gap year. 2021, Jamil. 2022, Isaiah. 2023, Isaiah. Maybe it's just the Violin Bowl at this point. Rename the Lombardi. The Violin. Like that. The VVP. Um, But it is really cool. And, like, like, those are my boys. Those are the homies. And, like, super proud of Isaiah for, like, just grabbing this whole thing by the horns and... Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Running away with the opportunity he's been given because it's the fact that he was picked eleven picks before the draft ended his rookie year and has turned into uh, a player that everybody in the the national media just talks about now is crazy. It's like one of those surreal moments where it's like I know him. Why are you talking about my boy? Um, and just hearing his name like on TV all the time is crazy. Um, Super proud of him. I know he's going to pop off. No pun intended. Um, a. But, like, he's built for these moments. He's always been built for, like, the big stage and, like, the um, – like, the when the lights turn on, that's, like, Isaiah's time to shine. And, like, he's, he's built for that. I'm excited to see how he plays in this game. Um, it's going to be a, a tall task, obviously, with the 49ers defense being as good as they are. Um but he's built for it, and I'm I'm stoked to see him continue to to progress. Shout to the boy, and uh, bring that thing home. Um, is Jim Nance gonna retire after this game, Pitts? 
I hope not. I hope not. I love Jim Nance so much. I can't. I, I think he's still. How old is he? Like 68? Jim like Nance. In his late 60s? I think he got a couple. Because he just retired from doing March Madness. He's 64. Oh, he's still got a couple years left. He just retired from uh, March Madness last year. Mm-hmm. He's obviously going to do golf for the rest of his life. Yeah, golf's easy. Um, but I don't know. It feels like him and Romo have kind of fallen apart. Well, it's Romo just hogging the spotlight, really, with his noises and animations. His noises. That he's doing. His noises <laughs> that he makes from his mouth. Like, it just, I don't know. I They were great to start, but Romo's just, he's got that ego to him. Yeah, it is weird. Um, I hope so. I hope he doesn't either, because I think Jim Nance is Mount Rushmore Hall of Fame level broadcaster. If it's not only the broadcast, it's the voice. His voice oh, yeah. is so soothing, and it makes you feel like you're watching a big event. Did I tell I you... Did I ever tell you the story on the show about how he got his job broadcasting? Because he started in golf. He was at, I forget what tournament it was, but his friends dared him. He was like 18 to go knock on the trailer at CBS Mm -hmm. and ask for a job. He went and did it. They heard his voice and that's history. That's insane. (laughs) That's That's some great friends. There really is. The Masters. On CBS. Dude, his voice is so iconic. Like, there's only a few voices in human history that are, or sports history, we'll limit it to, that are so synonymous with the sport, like the sport they're commentating. Jim Nance, Vin Scully. I mean, you hear Vin Scully's voice, you immediately Harry think Callis. Harry Callis, um, Meryl Reese, I, Don Orsillo. I, I, dude. I'm Dude, still when I hear, when I hear Mel Reese early September, I'm ready to go. Bird season. Bang. Um Iron Eagle. Oh yeah. Dude. Stokely awesome. Dallas Sidelines. Can Gus we catch him? Gus Johnson. Dude, there's so many good names. Mike um, Breen. Mike Breen. Bang! Bang! That dude is iconic. Um I'm gonna yell bang so MF and loud. <laughs> That I love Mike That's, Breen. That is Mike Breen is one of our white whale guests on OTB. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. You you, could it. you imagine Mike Breen calling a lacrosse game? Oh, every time it, a shot in the net, bah! Pinnell winds up from two. Bang! Dude, that would you should have him. Michael Sowers. You should have him commentate like a few clips of goals. Literally, to get that sound so bang. good. That would be uh, especially because he works at ESPN and like the PLL is on ESPN. So it's like there you go. We're we're just helping them, really. Um, who else broadcast wise? Tom McCarthy. It's 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 not as like iconic as some of the people we mentioned, but when I hear T Mac's voice for baseball, it's like, Mm -hmm. all right, we're back. But then it's very fun because then I get nostalgia about baseball season because T Mac works national broadcast for CBS for football. Okay. And he does for March Madness. So when I hear him calling other sports, I'm like, give me my give me my baby boy back. I want baseball. Give me T Mac. Jim Jackson for the Flyers is all time. Joe Joe Morgan inside Joe of that baseball. Uh this is oh. a popular one, but uh Andy Br- Andy Brickley and Jack Andrews. 
the Schwann, Chris Berman. Man. Oh, we how do we forget the back, Schwann? Back, 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 No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> what? 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 His Lido Shepherd song. So good. What is Lido Shepherd? Whenever Lido would score Lido. <laughs> And now he's repurposed it to Debo. Oh, that's incredible. I love Chris Berman. Um, yeah, there's there's some all-time yeah. broadcasters out there. There really are. That's going to be another graphic we put out. Who's your, best, who's your favorite broadcaster? Um, oh, I mean, Kate Scott for the Sixers has turned into one of my favorite basketball commentators. We, we love her on this show. She we is do the love fucking the GOAT, show. and yeah. she needs to come on the show. I love her. Mark Zumoff before her was fantastic. Like his saying when it was like close game late fourth quarter, hold on everyone, we're coming in for a landing. What a call! Great call. The guy in the White Sox says you can put it on the board. He, oh yeah, Hawk Harrelson. He, you he, can he, uh, put it on the board. He, yes. <laughs> also, got to give it if we're. I got to bring wrestling. Jim Ross. Are you kidding me? Jim Jim Ross. By God. Stone Cold, Stone Cold. I think Michael Cole is great. Michael Cole is one of the most underrated. In a- uh, Mark Zumoff would also do turning garbage into gold. Oh, that's a great. That's a good that's line. A good one. I like that. That's a good line. Uh, and then he would do uh, "Hold me back, big fella." <laughs> Hold me back. Oh, that's, that's so incredible. Zumoff's awesome. the man. Um, but yeah, we have we like. I always say, and, like, Scott Fransky here on the radio for the Phillies, like, him and Larry Anderson, like, Philadelphia has been so lucky in my lifetime and even before my lifetime. We have had some of the best broadcasters, play-by-play, color commentary, like, in the country and in the world, honestly, from Harry Callis to T-Mac, John Cruck, Mm-hmm. Uh, you oh, know, Crock Larry Anderson, Fransky, Merrill Reese, and Mike Quick, um, Mark Zumoff, Kate Scott, mm-hmm. Jim Jackson. Like, we've been super lucky with like all Tom McGinnis on the radio for the Sixers is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some awesome, awesome broadcasters in this city, and we're so lucky to have them. Um, but yeah, hopefully Nance doesn't hang it up because that would be a bummer. That would be sad. That would be very sad. Um, before we shift to NBA free agency pits, your uh, your score prediction, or your, um, your or your your hopes and wants, prop wise, game wise. What? Well, I want my props to hit. Uh, I would like 49ers to win, uh, for obvious reasons, and also because I don't want the Chiefs to be called the New Patriots. I think that's disrespectful. And I think you really re- need to really va- reevaluate who the true goat is, and it's not baby boy Mahomes and his whatever wife. Now she's got the biggest fucking ego. Now I'm so over in her goddamn furry jacket. Oh my god, I can't stand Brittany Mahomes, and I love Pat too. But you know boom what? Box, that just boombox. Boom fuck box. you with the boombox, dude. Now, now I hate Debo Samuel. Fucking <laughs> what? What's what's going on? Fuck. What's fuck? What's fuck? <laughs> Like I can't, I dude, I hate everything about the Super Bowl. Like I'm so over it. 
from fucking Brittany Mahomes who thinks she's now a uh, swimsuit model because she's got the platform. And now you got Debo Samuel. It's like, I just want to rock, 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 rock. It's like, no, that's Philly's song. And two, you're an idiot. So. <laughs> I love getting you fired up. I can't. I just. That's like mm. one of your, your winter soldier code words. It's just boombox. Boombox. Like, because I just picture when I'm in the golf simulator, I know, sick brag. I have friends that are members of country clubs. And I'm in the simulator and I look over and it's a full ass two, three minute package about a fucking boombox that everyone does. You just have the bigger one. It's like driving the biggest F-150 to tell everyone that you don't have a micro penis. Like, that's kind of what I get from that vibe. And I, especially Debo Samuel and those bunch of idiots on the Niners that aren't George Kittle, because I love George Kittle. But I can't stand you all in a boombox. Like, dude, the Pats had one. The Eagles have come out to dreams and nightmares. Their boombox is just blasted out the stadium because they get their fans involved. You guys have bandwagon fans. My nephew's a fan of the 49ers because he's just there. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> Pop off, King. I'm so tired. Why I oughta. Oh, Piss, we are um we are actually before we shift to NBA free agency, it is about the one year anniversary of look at this speed. <laughs> speed. I was running around Seaport in the cold oh, playing with dogs, talking with apes. That's an iconic video. That is an iconic video. I'm running everywhere. I'm so excited. <laughs> Oh, how a year has changed my thoughts. Oh, how a year. Uh, let's shift to NBA free agency. It's brought to you by Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's 4.1% ABV, just 120 calories, only 8 grams of carbs. Gear up for the big game. We got Kenny's here. for. Uh, we're just having family over and everything, watching the big game. We'll have Kenny's here, though. Uh, you can also get yours by going to KenwoodBeer.com using the Kenny Finder to see who's got Kenwood beer on tap in the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Maryland, and New Jersey areas. You can also get it at your local liquor store in those markets. Check out their storefront as well. Pitsy's going to be getting that Kelly Green Kenwood uh, sweatshirt for St. Paddy's Day to celebrate his big day, the day that's named after him, honestly. Uh, go to KenwoodBeer.com, get your Kenny merch, use the Kenny Finder, and of course, guys, you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. NBA free agency. Pitsy was just almost traded there. <laughs> no, we had to order the pizza. Talking you got to get the His pizza yeah, my agent. agent. The pizza My plug. pizza agent. Well, we had to get our honey mustard pizza for the big game. This fucking guy. Greatest event. Greatest pizza ever. Uh, NBA free – or not free agency. Trade deadline. Trade deadline. Trade I, deadline. I was just kind of letting you go. I should have corrected you, but I kind of was just. So I meant, I meant where, trade where, deadline. Where are we going with this? I'm kind of intrigued. Was... Uh, <laughs> you're like Levitard's dad. That's not his dad. See, see, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> I miss Poppy. Um, the Sixers made a plethora of moves, both interesting, bad, and. One that came through late last night, but let's let's start from the beginning, Pitts. Um, because early in the trade deadline day, the Sixers make a move that 
feels very like all in and feels very um like okay they're going for it they're making a move as they trade for buddy healed from the indiana pacers a a player that has felt like a sixer was rumored to be a sixer for so long and it was like okay the the prophecy is fulfilled buddy healed is a sixer um they traded Farcon Korkmaz, Marcus Morris, a 2024 second round pick, which is the most favorable of Toronto's own pick uh, and the most favorable of Indiana's own pick and a least favorable of Utah Cleveland pick. And then the Trailblazers 2029 second round pick, uh, the Clippers 2029 second round pick and cash considerations was all involved in the deal. And in return, Buddy Heald comes to the Sixers. I was like, okay, cool. We got Buddy Heald. We got Tyrese Maxey, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris is still here. Um, You know, you have somebody like Pat Bev. You have, um, you know, you have guys on this team. Like, you're adding a sharpshooter. Buddy Heald shooting, like, close to 40% on three-pointers this year. Something the Sixers have desperately needed this year. You got Kelly Oubre. Um it was feeling good. I was like, okay, cool. It was feeling good, yeah. And then the Sixers ship out Daniel House to Detroit, um, which was like, okay, fine. And you get a 2024 second-round pick from the Knicks with cash considerations. Uh, or I'm sorry, they, they the Sixers traded Daniel House and the 2024 pick that belonged to the Knicks with cash considerations to the Pistons. And in exchange, the Sixers received a 2028 second round pick from Detroit, which is protected from picks 31 to 55, making it uh, pretty much useless. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of useless. I think any, every pick in the NBA is kind of useless at this point. So you were kind of just like clearing up a roster spot there. That's really what it is. And then the worst trade of them all. This was awful. The Sixers sent Patrick Beverly, the Pat Bev, to the Milwaukee Bucks in exchange for campaign. And that's all I felt after I saw that trade was pain. This trade made no sense to me. You already shipped out one dog on this roster, Marcus Morris, in the Buddy Heald trade. Now you're shipping out the true dog, the front-facing veteran leader on this team, who everyone in that locker room loves, to a conference rival, nonetheless, making them better defensively. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, what is going on? You traded that, and a sec- and you get a second-round pick in 2027. Big fucking deal. Yeah, as I said previous, um, picks don't matter in the NBA to me. They really don't because, as we know in other sports, the late-round picks can become your starters in an instant. To me, when you have a guy like the that final bev, trade, too, oh, I'm just... that involved your squad. The Sixers sent Jaden Springer to the Boston Celtics in exchange for a 2024 second-round pick, which will be the more favorable from the Chicago Bulls or the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, can you tell me about him? Because I... I I love Jaden Springer. I think he, he... We traded our two best defensive guards at the trade deadline. 
Pat Bev, Jaden Springer. Jaden Springer's young. He's raw, but he's like he's got talent, and I like him a lot. He really felt like he was like kind of starting to come into his own this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand the logic. Not even just trading him and Pat Bev. But why are you trading your two best defensive guards? Because now we just don't have defense on this team. Because Joel well, Embiid is out injured. Let's let's not forget this, too. Embiid is not playing for the foreseeable future. That is a problem. You traded your two best defensive guards to conference rivals. Arguably, your two biggest rivals in the Bucks and the Celtics. You made your rivals better at the trade deadline. What are we doing, Daryl Morey? Yeah, it does not seem it makes no sense. Like you guys in the play. morning you're going and making an all-in move by trading for Buddy Heald that felt like a fleece because you're trading Corkmaz who doesn't really get playing time and has asked for a trade for like the last 7 years and then Marcus Morris who is on an expiring, he's an older veteran and if you're bringing in players he's not going to get much playing time either and some second round picks for a guy that's going to make you better. Made total sense. Mm-hmm. And then you just ship out all your defense. And this is the thing that bothers me too. Because I love the Pat Bev pod. I love my dog Roan. Philly boy through and through. Roan had every right to be as pissed as he was on trade deadline day. Let's get it, let's not get it twisted there. Oh, he, of course. He tweeted at Daryl Morey saying it's on site. Um and then everyone on the yak was saying um, that they hope Pat Bev loves, or that they hope that Roan loves Chicago, uh, because he's gonna have to to move closer to Milwaukee. Yeah, literally. Uh, and then he was like, Dude. "I hope Daryl Morey loves Rough and Rowdy." <laughs> that's yeah. That's how he feels. He wants to get Rough and Rowdy. I just don't understand the logic in this trade deadline, and. This team got worse. The Sixers got worse at the trade deadline. Mm. And you're not going to have him beat until the playoffs, more than likely. But who fucking cares? Because you have no defense now. And you're not better than what the Bucks are presenting to you. You're not better than what the Celtics are presenting right now. No. You're not getting out of the second round again. So you did all of this for nothing. No, you, I mean, I'm yes, just... you did it for nothing because I'm I'm watching the Celtics right now and they are handling the heat and looking pretty damn good. And I mean, the heat so. stink, but it doesn't matter if they stink or not. The Celtics seem like a fucking fuego. Okay. It, it's just like this team and sure you beat the Wizards. Thank Christ you beat the Wizards. They have nine wins all year. But like the Sixers right now are behind the Celtics, the Cavs, the Bucks, and the Knicks in the standings. The Knicks got better at the deadline. Oh, yeah, didn't Made a whole bunch Albert? of moves. Uh, no, they got they got uh, Bogdanovich from Detroit. Bogdanovich, okay, that's what it was. Um, but, like, they got absolutely better. Um, they got Alec Burks as well coming back to the Knicks. And, I mean, the Sixers did not get better. They got worse. They got worse defensively. And, sure, late last night as we record this on Sunday, they got Kyle Lowry on a buyout. Cool. I love Kyle Lowry. I'm a Villanova basketball fan. I've loved Kyle Lowry for years. Mm -hmm. Philly native. Gets to come home, play the, the tail end of this season in his hometown. Kyle Lowry's old, man. 
And yeah, can he, he still play? Sure. But if you're telling me we could have had Pat Bev still on this team, Jaden Springer still on this team, along with Buddy Heald, and, you know, just kind of waiting out for Embiid to get healthy, would have much rather had that. Would have mm. much rather had those two guys on this team. Kyle Lowry this year. Um, and sure, he gets to reunite with Nick Nurse. They were together in Toronto. Kyle Lowry this year between the Heat and the Hornets, averaging 8.2 points a game, 3.5 rebounds a game. Four That's so good. That's so good, Kyle. That's so good. He's shooting 42.6% from the field. Oh, my God. Like, Kyle Lowry's old, man. He's 37 years old. He's going to be 38 in March. So by the time the playoffs roll around, you're relying on a 38-year-old Kyle Lowry to to be like this like game-changing piece for you defensively and it's like fine but the way Pat Bev was playing this year was some of the best basketball he's been playing in his career. I thought Jaden Springer was having a great year and you shipped them off to conference rivals that you're going to be seeing in the playoffs more than likely. I just I feel bad for Nick Nurse. It sucks for Tyrese Maxey. And genuinely, like the Sixers should just pack it up this year and I think they should call too. quits. Like I think they should too, Kyle. That's, I'm dude, I'm when I tell you I am so checked out on the Sixers now, it's not even funny. Wow. Like I am we, we're all in on the fly guys. We're we're all in those fly guys. Flyers are, are still buzzing around. Um they got a big win the other night. Uh, I think last night actually against uh, Seattle three to two. They're third in the Metro, um, just behind the Rangers and the Hurricanes. Sixty-two points on the year. Owen Tippett, big eight-year contract extension right before the uh, All Star break. Did see that? That was huge. massive. Uh, massive. And you want to talk about an absolute dog? Travis Konechny, Gordy Howe hat trick in four minutes the other night. That's impressive. In four <laughs> minutes. That's fucking impressive. All right. That's a dog right there. TK, Gordie Howe hat trick in four minutes on the ice. God. That's an absolute menace. This man's going to make me like. Give him the C. Give TK the captain's patch. Like now. I think you should. I think you should. That's that's like record setting stuff. Four minute Gordie Howe hat trick. Four like dude. Four minutes in the first period. I think that has to be a record, right? I'm like see. that has to, that has to be a record of some sorts. I'm gonna see if there's a thing here. Uh, let's see. Statistical anomalies. Gordy Howe hat trick. This is from 2001 or 2021. Um. Okay, this is from 2017, and this is hilarious. Um, Dale Weiss, shout out to Dylan. He's going to love this. Um, had the fastest Gordie Howe hat trick back in 2017. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know if TK's was. TK's had to have been faster. It had to be. Yeah. Had four to minutes is absurd. Like four minutes in, like just absolutely obliterating it has because if you get a fight that's five that's five off the bat think about that so he can't like 
if the person got the Gordie Howe before he scored a goal or assist, that's still five minutes he's out of the game. Yeah, I'm gonna so when it's longer when he got everything. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to find it, but I mean, the other bright spot for the Flyers too. They have nine wins this year over top ten clubs in hockey. That's that's, that's a good number. They, that's a they, good number. They beat the Canucks twice this year: two nothing and four one. They beat the Colorado Avalanche five to two. Beat the Dallas Stars five to one. They beat the Florida Panthers two to one. Beat the Golden Knights four three in overtime. Beat Winnipeg two nothing and four one, and then they beat the Hurricanes three to one. Haven't beat the Bruins yet though. Which I don't even like expect them to because I view the Bruins and We're kind of the way. Rangers kind of in their own like stratosphere mm-hmm. of like you guys both teams are like Stanley Cup or bust this year. Mm-hmm. It um, is, yeah. Where like the Flyers are like, we're just we're just vibing and happy to be here. We're just the fact that we're good is astounding to even us. Essentially. Yes. And I don't think it's astounding to them. It's just astounding to the fan base. Because yeah. we expected this to be year one of a rebuild. And yeah. the players have openly said, like, we hear that noise. We hear everyone talking about it. And we're just gonna go in and say fuck you and, and play well. Thing. And I mean to put it in perspective, too, like the Islanders are fourth in the Metro with 56 points, but they have a negative 21 goal differential. Ew. Ew. Yucky. <laughs> like Yucky. The, Flyers, the Flyers have a plus four goal differential, but they're 28, 19, and six and have 62 points. But they're scoring. Like the Hurricanes and the Rangers have over our, have 170 or more goals this year. The Flyers have 156. That's pretty good, though. That's that's right there with the top teams. And the only other team in the Metro that has more than the Flyers is the Devils, and they're behind them in the standings. They have 169. Nice. Nice. And then, like, Bruins have 178 goals for this year. Panthers have 167. The Lightning have 182. Oh, wow. And then the Maple Leafs have 176. Detroit has 180. <laughs> Wagon. When did Detroit get good at offense? What, dude, we have we have four people in our company. We have like four spots in our company city wise that are going to have playoff hockey more than likely this year. I can't believe the Red Wings are gonna have playoff hockey. That's awesome. We got Steve Welcome with back. the Rangers. We got everybody here with the Flyers, you mm-hmm. with the Bruins, and DJ with the Red Wings. That's insane. <laughs> That's awesome. We we just we and DJ oh, is oh, a legitimate Red Wings fan. Oh, like he texted me when when they beat the Flyers and said three nothing Wings, bitch. <laughs> See, I'm always I'm fascinated with DJ DJ sports interest because he's not a Pistons fan; he's a LeBron fan. But he also like piggybacks off the Pistons a little bit now. Okay, that's fair. But he's like not a Lions fan; he's a Packers fan. That's a family thing. Okay, still. And well, then you know the, you know the reason why. No, dude. Oh, it's cousin, right? Greg Jennings is DJ's this is cousin. cousin. Yeah, I, okay, I did know this. My yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I okay. I remember. Yes, because I remember us talking about it and me doing the whole "What a broken fucking leg." This man, Greg Jennings. Yeah, my I leg. Okay. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, yeah. 
I've, I've, and what's he, does he like baseball? I don't. Yeah, even... he's like trying to get into the Tigers, but he also like enjoys the Phillies as his national league team because he saved the Philly season in 2022. He did when he showed up. He saved the season. Girardi got I, fired I, and saved the city. And it was all we did it, Patrick. We saved the town. <laughs> See, I'm getting in all these references because it's a Nickelodeon Super Bowl. Oh, dude, SpongeBob, uh, dude, they're going to be performing "Sweet Victory." Yeah, I know. Finally, you know it's my. Uh, the buddy who uh, I do the wrestling stuff with, or who's the wrestler, Victorious BRG, that's his uh, walkout song, his entrance that's theme. Sick. And his whole gimmick is he's the Victorious BRG. And he is the like, when he ends all his promos, he goes, and it will be time for me to claim sweet victory. <laughs> and he does that. It's, dude, he's, he's fucking awesome. I just can't wait for him to get big. There's he's so a... talented sweet there's a baseball player oscar gonzalez he walks up to the spongebob squarepants theme song that dude knows ball that dude know ball like he walks up and it's like who lives in a pineapple under the sea spongebob square he's on the yankees now but he was with cleveland oh fuck that dude i don't want to cheer for anyone on the yankees when he was in cleveland everyone at the guardian stadium like sang the SpongeBob song when he came up, as they should, it was so sick. That is um, awesome. But yeah, the uh, the Flyers have my heart, and I mean the uh, we we got we're we're getting ready of a cha- for a championship run of our own. Philadelphia, the Water Dogs, playing for the championship series title down in Virginia this week uh, in the PLL. One of four teams qualified. Pitsy, your cannons are playing as well. Good, good. The Boston Cannons, the Philadelphia Water Dogs, California Redwoods, and the Utah Archers playing for the championship series title. Um, I'll be down there the whole week doing content down there. I'm very excited uh, to get down there and hopefully the dogs bring home a title. Going to see more than likely for the first time jerseys with uh, city names on the front of them. Oh, we like that. We like that. Although Boston did have the Boston Cannons uh, throwback unis that we saw Sierra wearing over the summer. So they would have just new ones, but they've had it before. But first time seeing Philly, Cali, Utah on uh, on some jerseys and the helmets got released. I'm sure we'll see the jerseys very soon. Um, but we got a championship to root for Philadelphia. Let's get behind the dogs. Michael Sowers and the Philly dogs trying to bring one home. Uh, cause we need it. We need, we need a title coming home to, to Philadelphia. We haven't had one in the existence of this podcast yet. We're oh so close. We got a chance here. Um, but yeah, I'm checked out on the Sixers. I'm gearing up for March madness though. I can't wait. Me too. I'm excited for that. I'm on my future shit balling. Like it's March madness. Um, oh, like I'm playing for the Mavericks. <laughs> Whoop. Dude, we always find a way to get music references. We just, I, I'm just a musical guy. I just really am kind of musical. Uh, that's all we got for you guys. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI. We're going to be live tweeting the big game uh, from the account. So make sure you're following us there. Instagram, TikTok, threads, 
Facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. Follow Pitsy at Pat underscore Pitts on Twitter and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads. Subscribe to the pod, as Pat Bev once said, uh, on Apple, Spotify. Leave a five-star rating and review. It really goes a long way for helping the show continue to grow. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia and our entire network of shows. Subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's keep getting more populous than some of these countries on our globe. We're at 740 subscribers as of this portion of the recording. Keep on subscribing. Keep helping us hit our milestones. We're on that road to 800, and then we're on that road to 1K still. Um, and then we're going plaque chasing, and we're going population chasing. Um, so keep subscribing. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off your order. And, of course, this show presented by the city of Vineland, hometown of Super Bowl champions, Isaiah Pacheco and Jamil Demby and whether you're a company looking to expand relocate or you're a new business startup selecting the right location is critical to your success finally New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life the city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process and their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region if you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Everybody enjoy the live Usher concert during the football game. Uh, and, of course, this has been episode number 611 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, I'm KB. Enjoy the big one, and we'll see you guys next time. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here. We are signing off. Peace. I'm looking for-